Welcome to the Money Answer Show with host Jordan Goodman. Whether you are starting out, deep into your retirement, or somewhere in between, the Money Answer Show has the know-how to help you. Now here's your host, Jordan Goodman. This is Jordan Goodman, your host. Welcome to the Money Answer Show. Uh, today's show is going to be about putting together a fin- fantastic uh, financial plan. And my guest is Alan Gromit, who is a certified financial planner, uh, who's been doing financial planning for a long time. Uh, welcome to the show, Alan. Hello. Thanks. It's a good opportunity to be here. So let's just start a bit. Before we get into exactly what a financial plan is about, uh, I'd just like you, the audience, to know a little bit about Alan's uh, background. So briefly, Alan, just tell us uh, what kind of a background you have and, and what kind of financial plans you do. Well, uh, besides being a certified financial planner, one of the things that's unique about me, uh, perhaps in this business, is that I am a Ph.D. economist and uh, have that background as well. I have experience working with Wall Street, and I've worked with policymakers in Washington, uh, and I've been at this business for the last 11 years. Uh, The kinds of things that I focus on are financial plans for people, and from the plans, we determine what other kinds of services or products the client needs. So we're plan-oriented first. Okay, let's just start off uh, overall with uh, the reason for doing a financial plan. Probably a lot of people out there uh, don't have financial plans. They talk about it, but they don't actually do it. Uh, in your experience, uh, you know, what difference does it make for people to have a financial plan as opposed to not having a financial plan? Well, I think it can make a lot of difference, but it depends upon the quality of the plan. And one of the things I run into in talking to people is there are stockbrokers and insurance salesmen that often say that they will do financial plans for people. And there are usually very abbreviated kinds of things, if anything is written at all, uh, and not really a true financial plan. So a good plan... Uh, that will lay out a number of things for the the, uh, person that's having the plan done. In our case, there's usually four components to what we do. The first one is we do a layout of your income and expenses, taking account of your assets and your goals year by year through the rest of your expected lifetime. And this sets up a structure that allows you to see where you're going on the path you're on, as well as to see how that path changes when you change the assumptions or make decisions to go a different way. Uh, Secondly, we review all your estate plans to make sure that you are properly protected there and that you have the the plans uh, made with an attorney or work with the attorney uh, so that everything is structured appropriately to keep the state taxes as low as possible and to make sure that your estate passes in the way that you want it to. Do you find a lot of people don't have estate plans uh, when, you, when you first uh, start working with them? Very high percentage do not, or if they have, it's an old uh, uh, will or something like that and, and really doesn't take into account uh, all the things that need to be watched because it's not only just a will, but after the Terry Chavo case, I think a lot of people were uh, uh, made aware that you need uh, a good uh, living will set up that will protect you uh, to, with your instructions for how you want to be taken care of if you're really seriously hurt. You need to have powers of attorney set up so that if you are ill, that someone can take care of your affairs. Uh, and there are a number of things like this that... Uh, that need to be in good order if you're going to have your finances protected properly. And what's the downside of not having an estate plan together? If you die 
without really having a will or these powers of attorney, uh, what kind of uh, troubles does that cause for the people you leave behind? Well, I can leave a lot of, of troubles. For instance, um, if you, uh, in many states, and it does depend somewhat on the state, if you uh, pass on without a will and you have children, uh, it's possible that the uh, other parent uh, could end up having to work with a trustee in order to pay for the expenses and cover all the fares for the children because a large amount of the estate could automatically pass to the children rather than to the spouse that could take care of these things normally. There are also a number of other, you know, the issues related to um, uh, taking care of, of knowing how much to take care of you if you're on a respirator and other things like that that could be real disasters if it's not spelled out in advance. This is kind of what happened in the Terry Schiavo case is that she had not signed a directive, so it wasn't clear if either her parents or her husband had uh, the right to make medical decisions like to... Uh, stop the respirator and that kind of thing, and, and that, then she was there for 15 years because she didn't had not provided legal authority. I guess that's kind of a dramatic example of it is. what happens if things aren't taken care of. Yes, And it can eat up your whole estate over things like that where you really may not want to intend to do that. Yeah. Okay, so those are the first two. You, you kind of lay things out for the next uh, to the rest of their expected life. You do the estate plan. And what are some of the other aspects of the financial plan? The next one is is, is insurance uh, planning to make sure that you're covered adequately in all the areas you need to be covered. Most people realize they need uh, insurance on their home and auto insurance uh, and life insurance. They may not know if they ha are, have an adequate amount of life insurance, which we will go through. But there are so many different kinds of policies out there. And the most appropriate one depends on so many individual situations so that we try to match them up with the best kind of, of policy and the best kind of coverage. There's also such things as long-term care and disability insurance, which are increasingly becoming important uh, in, in our society because people don't live near relatives that can take care of them at, at uh, times when they're uh, really needing care for a long time. Let's just talk about that for a bit, about long-term care. Um, do, do you find that most of the clients coming to you uh, need something like that? Uh, I mean, it, it can be expensive and uh, so on, but you know, is that something that you, you typically recommend to people, as, uh, particularly if they're in their 40s and 50s, uh, that they get something like long-term care? You're, you're right. It's the uh, people in their 40s and 50s that are the prime candidates for this type of insurance. I don't think you need it before then in most cases, although something like, uh, I, I don't know if it's over 40% of the cases uh, of using long-term care are with younger people from automobile accidents and things like that. However, long-term care is is now uh, being considered important by an increasing number of clients. When I started in this business, I never even heard of it. Uh, now, uh, I would say close to 50% of the of the people I talk to are interested in it. They want to know more about it and, and act like they will eventually take out a policy. Mm -hmm. Okay, and, and let's go through the different insurances. You're talking about long-term care, uh, life insurance. Do you find a lot of people uh, don't have enough life insurance for their needs? Usually they don't. There are some that have more than they need, but not very often. 
basically what you're trying to do is is to replace an income that would be lost and in some cases another way of calculating the appropriate amount is to look at the costs that will be coming up that have to be covered if one of the income earners uh, is not able uh, to uh, supply it. So uh, there are several ways of looking at it, and insurance policies can be coverage just for a certain length of time or term insurance, or they can be very sophisticated savings accounts. Uh, there are uh, the more permanent types of insurance carry cash values, and traditionally those cash values would accumulate at pretty low rates of interest. But over the last 15 years in particular, insurance companies have come out with new products that that uh, use the insurance um, uh, advantages, if you will, for savings uh, to help a client to have access to their savings on a tax-free basis for college and then later for retirement years, depending on exactly how the account is held and, and uh, managed. It's tax-free because there people are borrowing against it, not actually taking the money out of the cash value. Is that right? That's right. They are borrowing against uh, monies that they have put in before, uh, or earnings in some cases, and it allows there's a as long as you don't take out all of the money from the account. Um, variable universal life policies, which is what I'm focusing on now, uh, can become pretty a, a life cycle type of investment vehicle. Uh, and the attractiveness of these has improved because of some because the investment features within them have improved for some companies. So finding a good company that will give you a good rate of return and will give you all the tax advantages that they offer can be appropriate for some people. So typically when you recommend insurance, it's some combination of cash value policy and term insurance because they do need enough uh, coverage uh, to be able to, as you say, provide the capital uh, they need to live on. So they probably can't afford enough uh, cash value insurance to cover their insurance needs, so probably some combination of term and cash value is, is what you're recommending. Is that right? Absolutely. The other reason for insurance besides covering uh, family responsibilities that would be there if you uh, passed away is for business purposes, and that too we look at if particularly you're a partner in a business, uh, you would uh, use, the business would be a lot better off usually if the business could buy you out if you uh, your interest out. Uh, if you were to pass away, rather than having to include your spouse in the business all of a sudden. And uh, these uh, uh, different uh, cross-purpose insurance policies work very well in meeting a number of, of business needs. So that's a bit on, on life insurance. Uh, we're we're going to be going to a break relatively soon here. I would like people uh, who want to contact you to, to find out more about what you can offer them financial plans. Uh, to be able to find your uh, email and website. So just briefly tell them your phone number and email and, and website, how they can uh, uh, find you, Alan. All right. My telephone number is uh, 1-800-881-1477. Uh, my email address is agromet, that's A-G-R-O-M-M-E-T, at 
AOL.com. And my website is uh, www.caringfinancialservices.com. That's the name of my company. And again, it's Caring, C-A-R-I-N-G, Financial, F-I-N-A-N-C-I-A-L, and Services, S-E-R-V-I-C-E-S, with an S, dot com. And just briefly, what can they find when they go to CaringFinancialServices.com? My website has a wealth of information on a lot of different financial topics. If you go there, you'll see information about me and about all of these different topics. They can click on it. They can use the information. And if they have questions, then you can give me a call. In some cases, like insurance, you can actually get quotes online. Uh, in uh, cases of a financial plan, you can submit all the information that would be needed to start a plan by entering it right online. Uh, we have some very confidential ways of passing this information and handling it appropriately so that you're well served. So one of the things that's unusual about you as a financial planner is that you deal, do deal with people online and over the phone and not just in person. Uh, my sense is that most of the financial planner community is dealing with people in person these days. That's very true. It is one of the differences. And we have worked very hard at trying to make people, uh, help people to feel comfortable. One of the advantages of this system is that it's very efficient. With very little time, you don't need to be going somewhere, meeting someone. We can set up a phone call uh, from your home and 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 we have a computer hookup so you can see exactly what's on my computer screen as we go through any of the documents that uh, we would be working on. So you're saying that uh, your client can be on their computer at home and then you can be on yours and then you can actually be seeing the same financial planning document uh, at the same time, both of you. While we're talking on the phone. Work it right through that way. Absolutely. So you don't find that much is lost in not being able to see uh, people in person then? I don't think so. I do try to, when I can, I will meet with people. But uh, when I'm working with people across the country, uh, it has worked very well to use this system. Very good. Okay, we're going to go to a break now. Uh, This is Jordan Goodman, the uh, host of the Money Answer Show on Voice America Business. Uh, My guest uh, this hour is Alan Gromit, who's the president of Caring Financial Services, and uh, he is an expert financial planner. We'll be back to discuss more about what you should have in your financial plan right after this. The bottom line in business talk. Voice America Business. The challenge of change comes as ramped up due to the advent of information age and the interconnectedness of global community. In a high-tech world, the ability to embrace change, adapt, and respond accordingly is key to personal and professional success. Talking Change with Ann Powers, airing every Wednesday at 3 p.m. Pacific, explores the hows, whys, and what to do when faced with change. Embrace the new reality. Adopt transition into your personal power portfolio and tune into Talking Change with Ann Powers every Wednesday at 3 p.m. Pacific time right here on the bottom line business talk voice america business 
Jordan Goodman has created the Money Answers Network to put at his listeners' fingertips the very best personal finance products and services that he has found in his 30 years of research. If you have a money question, Jordan Goodman has a money answer. To find out more, go to www.moneyanswers.com. The Money Answers Network features top products and services in virtually every area of personal finance, car buying, and leasing, college financing, credit debt, financial planning, investing, insurance, legal services, mortgages, retirement planning, wills, and more. Only businesses that have demonstrated excellence in both their products and services are invited to become members of the Money Answers Network. The public can sign up for membership in the Money Answers Network at no charge in order to be apprised of the latest useful resources. To learn more, visit www.moneyanswers.com. Get ahead with Money Answers. Why is Pepsi cooler than Coke? Why are iPods so popular? In 2005, how can you launch a successful brand? Want to know? Learn about the fascinating and intriguing world of graphic design and branding on Design Matters with Debbie Millman. Every Friday at 12 Pacific Standard Time, Debbie Millman will provide you with a provocative look into the stimulating world of design as it intersects with contemporary culture. Hear what the experts have to say about creating, maintaining, and launching a brand in today's challenging marketplace. Join us every Friday at 12 Pacific Standard Time for Design Matters with Debbie Millman. Right here on the bottom line in business talk, Voice America Business. Keeping you a step ahead of the changing world of business. This is Voice America Business. You've been listening to The Money Answer Show with Jordan Goodman. If you have a question for Jordan or his guest, please call us now at 866-472-5790. That's 866-472-5790. Now back to Jordan. Welcome back. This is Jordan Goodman, host of The Money Answer Show on the Voice America Business Network. Uh, my guest this hour is Alan Gromit. He's the president of Caring Financial Services, uh, which is a financial services company uh, dealing with clients uh, all over the United States. Um, and we're kind of going into what is necessary to do, uh, do a financial plan, what the benefits are, and uh, the, what, what uh, you can kind of expect in uh, putting together a good financial plan. So, so far we've talked about uh, kind of savings and investments and retirement accounts, uh, we talked about uh, basic estate planning. Uh, we talked a little bit about insurance. Before we move off insurance, we talked about life insurance, long-term care. Um, can you also help people with uh, car and, and home insurance as well and kind of guide them to get good deals there? I do uh, work with them. I review it. I do not uh, have a way of offering those uh, services directly, but I will uh, review the policies that people have to make sure that they have adequate coverage. And I guess a disability is another area that you, you help with. You find that a lot of people need disability policies. Yes, a lot of people realize they need it. Uh, in most cases, if they're working for an employer, they will. Uh, th- this is something that's, that's often provided through their employer. Uh, we just make sure that, that they have it and that uh, they understand what it covers. Uh, if not, if the employer doesn't, then we have sources where we can help them get it. And often it is a good idea to have some supplemental disability policies because even if you have it to your employer, it may not be that adequate. They may only provide about 60% of your income after uh, 30 or 60 days of waiting. And so in many cases, it is good to supplement that uh, with a, a good uh, disability policy. Absolutely. Okay, now let's go on to other areas of the uh, financial uh, plan. Um for example, in the whole retirement area, you know, you're you're helping people plan uh, how much they need to be saving towards retirement, 
and how they'd be drawing that money out in retirement and how they might be investing the money to, to earn the returns. Tell, tell us a little bit about the whole retirement planning part of, of what you do. Well, based on you know, the first part of, of the, the financial plan that we set up, we are determining if people have or if they're on the road towards saving enough money for retirement. And then we will help them, once we've figured out that there will be enough money coming in, we will help them to maximize the amount of money that they can save and keep. And this is where retirement programs come in. Usually the first priority for an individual is to participate in their 401k program with their employer, particularly if there's a matching program, because those are giving you very high rates of return if you include the portion that your employer is contributing as well. Uh, other retirement accounts that are important to consider are IRAs, and we, of course, have the traditional one where you can deduct the contribution from your taxable income in the same year, or Roth IRAs where you put in after-tax dollars, but all of the gain is tax-free when you take it out when you retire. So we go over which one is going to work to your advantage. Uh, there are also other things. If you need to save more than these accounts will allow, if you have your own business, there are there are uh, what are called SEP accounts uh, and, and other business-related accounts that allow you to save much more, particularly if you're the business owner. Um, and if that isn't enough, then there's always annuities, which also will allow you to uh, have gains on a tax-deferred basis. Do you find a lot of people are unrealistic in the amount of money they're putting aside for retirement, and they kind of overestimate uh, how much they're going to be accumulating and underestimate what their expenses are going to be in retirement? Yes, I think that is the case. I mean, most people know that they're not saving enough, they just don't know how close they are. Um, they, um, a lot of people really don't even know what their expenses are. They, they sometimes realize if they have money left over in the bank or not, but that's about as much accounting as most people do. So one of the things that we accomplish in this planning process is to develop a budget for everyone that they understand how much they're spending in the most important categories and how it all adds up. And it often helps them to reevaluate some of these expenditures so that they can save more. So once they see the reality of what they're spending and what they're going to be needing to uh, save in order to have a decent retirement, uh, then how would you help them implement a plan uh, so they, in fact, do accomplish that and, and get uh, you know, enough retirement savings put aside so they can have a decent retirement? Well, what we do is, after figuring out the amounts, we figure out where's the best place to save it. And we'll look at what the allowable limits in these categories and uh, see that uh, we use the most advantageous ones first and uh, and then develop it from there. Uh, there may be other considerations uh, uh, that we need to take into account. Uh, sometimes a joint account uh, with a spouse and an annuity can be helpful. Usually these are retirement accounts are all separately owned accounts, like IRAs are for individuals, not for couples. But uh, we'll take that into account in, uh, in giving them recommendations. Our recommendations are not only based on 
the best type of account, but on uh, if you have a 401k, we'll help you go through your investment choices and pick out the best ones for you based not only on your goals but on your risk tolerance, which is very important in this, that you be able to sleep well at night when, when you after you've developed your plan that you're comfortable with the risks that you're taking. So many people uh, will make investments without considering that, and then when the market changes, they find out they're exposed to so much more risk than they thought, and that's one thing that a plan will help because we quantify that risk ahead of time, and you make decisions based on that so that you're comfortable with them. And Tell me a little bit more about that. How do you quantify the risks of various investments in advance? We do it uh, basically by uh, showing them the variation that's possible in the recommendations we're making, and we look back over the last 10 or 15 years and and show them the kinds of variation that has happened in these investments. And if that's more than they're comfortable with, then we'll scale it down. I see. So a lot of people get into investments mesmerized by the upside and not really thinking about what the downside might be. And when the downside comes along, they tend to panic, is what you're saying. Absolutely. We ask people right up front in our risk tolerance uh, quiz, if you will, what's the greatest percentage decline that you would accept without changing your investments? And that that gives us some guidelines. Not that we'd want to let it uh, fall down to the lowest possible amount, but it tells us something about how risk-tolerant the individual is. Yep. Uh, again, this is Jordan Goodman, the host of the Money Answer Show, and my guest uh, this hour is Alan Gromit, who's the president of Caring Financial Services, a financial planning firm that uh, helps uh, people all over the country uh, with their uh, financial plans. Um, and if you want to contact Alan, uh, his phone number is 800-881-1477, his website, where there's a lot of information on putting together a good financial plan, is at caringfinancialservices.com. Uh, one area related to risk tolerance is asset allocation. And it seems that that's one of the things you do is help people allocate money between stocks, bonds, and cash. What, how do you do that, and what is the methodology involved there? Well, the way we do asset allocation is to uh, first assess the risks that a person will be comfortable with. And then, uh, secondly, and almost equally important, understand exactly what their goals are so that then we are matching up goals versus risk in finding a combination of investments that will meet that need. Uh, the, uh, the, the, the way we will judge the appropriate, risk, the appropriate amount of risk within a plan is to look at its at the historical record of each investment. Uh, the the risk is measured in terms of of standard deviations, um, which is basically the variation up and down. And we will find a combination that minimizes the risk and accomplishes the goal that you have uh, together. So the, the spread between stocks, bonds, and cash uh, would be different based on uh, the age of the person, the risk tolerance, their goals. Why don't you give me some simple examples of some allocations and, and you know, how those might uh, 
might look based on people's different situations. Okay. Uh, you were absolutely right, Jordan, in considerations that, that go into it. Um, if you're a younger individual, we would expect, would, would be usually projecting a type of asset allocation that's going to be heavy in, in, in stocks and uh, will have a little more risk with it because you have time to write it out. Uh, and it's not uncommon to go with 100% of stocks, particularly if they are including some growth and income stocks that have less variation than aggressive stocks. Um, if we're talking about an older person in retirement, the rules are changing in this category. Typically, it used to be that once you're in retirement, you would have mainly bonds uh, in your portfolio and not very much uh, in terms of stocks or equities. But now people, when they're retiring, may actually have more years in retirement than they have working years because we're living so much longer. So they need their capital to grow, is what you're saying. Absolutely, we have and the income they're earning on bonds is relatively low at four percent or thereabouts. So that in the past the bond might have been good, but you don't get enough to make it worthwhile today. So you need more stocks in your portfolio if you're nearer the retirement years, is what you're saying. Absolutely, obviously it's becoming more and more helpful is to find some stocks that are throwing off regular dividends for retirement age so that you're not having to constantly sell something in order to get income. But um, it is important to have a higher percentage of stocks or equities in a portfolio uh, for people that are living longer than it used to be in the past. Okay, we're going to go to a break. Uh, this is Jordan Goodman, the host of The Money Answer Show, and my uh, guest in this hour is Alan Gromit, uh, the president of Caring Financial Services, uh, who's, as you can see, a very reputable uh, financial planner. Uh, his phone number to find out more about what he can offer you is 800-881-1477. And his website is caringfinancialservices.com. We'll be back after this. Fresh, dynamic, and totally prepared for continuing business education. Business Talk Radio. Voice America Business at voiceamerica.com. Jordan Goodman has created the Money Answers Network to put at his listeners' fingertips the very best personal finance products and services that he has found in his 30 years of research. If you have a money question, Jordan Goodman has a money answer. To find out more, go to www.moneyanswers.com. The Money Answers Network features top products and services in virtually every area of personal finance, car buying and leasing, college financing, credit debt, financial planning, investing, insurance, legal services, mortgages, retirement planning, wills, and more. Only businesses that have demonstrated excellence both their products and services are invited to become members of the Money Answers Network. The public can sign up for membership in the Money Answers Network at no charge in order to be apprised of the latest useful resources. To learn more, visit www.moneyanswers.com. Get ahead with Money Answers. Growing a business successfully not only requires increased sales, but profitable sales. Over 80% of small businesses will fail to do this in the first five years. On Acorns to Oaks, Growing Your Small Business with Tom Long, he will share his years of business experience to maximize profitability and ensure longevity and sustainability. Broadcasting every Friday at 1 p.m. Pacific, Acorns to Oaks, Growing Your Small Business provides insight into key areas of business, coordination of management, finance, operations, time management, people, and marketing, as well as sales. 
Tune in and learn how to grow your business into that mighty oak. Every Friday at 1 p.m. Pacific on Voice America Business. Listen wherever you are. 24-hour business and financial news. Solid, focused, and informed. The leader in business talk. Voice America Business at voiceamerica.com. You've been listening to The Money Answer Show with Jordan Goodman. If you have a question for Jordan or his guest, please call us now at 866-472-5790. That's 866-472-5790. Now back to Jordan. Welcome back. This is Jordan Goodman uh, on The Money Answer Show. My guest uh, this hour is uh, Alan Gromit, who's the uh, president of Caring Financial Services, a national financial planning firm. Uh, Welcome back to the show, Alan. Hello, thank you for having me. I'd like to talk a little bit about the process of doing a financial plan, how it all works, and what people can expect about doing the process. So just tell me briefly, how long do you work with people on a plan? Just tell us the process of what it takes to go from the beginning to the end of a plan before you get to the implementation stage. Okay. Well, for most people, uh it takes them some time to consider uh, uh, the, pro- the possibility of doing a plan, but once the process starts, it's usually at least a month and, until uh, we will get the information from the client and get a uh, draft financial plan to them. Uh, the, after, after that happens, uh, then we will uh, work together on working out all the problems and issues uh, because the initial stage actually uh, is quite intensive from our end. Once we get the data, we get it all entered, we work out a plan, we think we have it uh, uh, honed so that we have a good basis to start, that next stage of talking then going over this with the client, finding out, oh, I didn't really mean this or I really wanted to make this change, this kind of thing, that can go on for several iterations or in some cases people will be very happy with the, the first iteration. But usually uh, till we get the plan fully honed is going to be uh, anywhere from two to three months uh, and until we're at the point of, of actually um, uh, working on wills and working on the uh, insurance policies and doing investments. Some people want to jump to the investments a little quicker, and as soon as we have the, the main uh, picture in focus, we can start some of the investments, but the process does take a couple of months. So it's kind of laying out what needs to be done, and then you at the end of doing the plan, you kind of come up with a checklist of what needs to be uh, attended to, whether the insurance policies or investments or retirement plans, whatever it may be. Is that, the, the output of it is a checklist of some kind, is that right? That is correct. Okay, so then you've got the checklist, and then do you prioritize what's on that checklist and what needs to be attended to first, what's most important, and so on, then you move through others? Yes, uh, we do, and usually the discussions with the client. This is part of of why every plan is different. There's no two that are exactly alike. It's a very individualized thing. You find out what the concerns are of the individuals, what uh, what they're considering their highest priority, and we'll try to address those things as quickly as we can. Okay, and then you start implementing them. Um, so uh, your communication with the client at the beginning is, is kind of in the data gathering uh, stage, and then you, you do the analysis, and then you come back to them 
Um, and then you kind of do the implementation phase. Is that basically the way it works? Th- that is. We have our website set up so that uh, any, that anyone can go to the website and and actually enter the information at their leisure, uh, so that it it uh, gets then transmitted directly to us so that there's a format for the information that we need. It, it uh, sets it up in such a way that a client can follow it very easily. And then once they've done that, um, what, what kind of follow-up is there after they've implemented the various steps that you've recommended? Do you take a look back uh, a year later? or Typically, what is the follow-up on these things? It often depends upon the client. Ideally, we would talk at least every quarter after everything is all set up, uh, and certainly at, uh, on an annual basis. But I'm finding that uh, the, some of the best service I give clients is when they come up with financial questions, they will just email me or call, and uh, being able to get a quick response gives them a great deal of assurance. And we can answer the question easily at that point because we've got the financial records. We know their financial situation. We're not just giving them an off-the-cuff response. Yeah. Uh, let's talk a little bit about the cost of, of uh, financial plans. Uh, you see a lot of financial planners out there, particularly for higher-end clients, charging uh, you know, 5000 7000 something like that for just the plan itself. Right. Uh, what do you charge, and how does how your uh, system for charging you know, different from other financial plans you see out there? Well, part, we're using part of the efficiency that we gain by the way our website is set up and by the, the number of people that uh, have been working with us. We have it priced at $999, uh, and that's and assuming that, that people will work with us, that they will enter the data on the website, and that uh, we'll uh, be able to set up the times to talk uh, on the phone and, and handle this a, in a very appropriate manner. And then how long does that 999 last? How much service would they have? Or how many months would that be for? The way we work it is that we'll work with you for a year on this uh, financial plan. And if at the end of the year, you have decided to implement some of the plan through either investments or insurance or something like that with us. We'll continue to update the plan at no additional cost in the future. If not, we will continue to update it at half the initial rate. I see. So for somebody who's considering spending basically $1,000 for a financial plan, maybe you could give me an example or two of, of the, the payoff for somebody who, who paid the $1,000 for their plan how did they save you know, far more than $1,000 in, in either their investments doing better than they were before or avoiding problems? Or just People would like to get a sense of the payoff of, of making that kind of investment. Mm-hmm. Well, I think the payoff comes in a variety of ways. For many people, just the value of the advice, for instance, a couple getting close to retirement, has no idea if they really have enough money to retire now or if they need to work for a few more years or whatever. Uh, for this sum, they get an answer to that question. They can see if they can make it or not and where they have to keep, the, you know, what level they have to keep their expenses in order to do it. That's one level. Uh, second level, we get into estate planning. Uh, I can help uh, people save hundreds of thousands of dollars by uh helping them to make sure that they 
have set up their wills properly and to minimize estate taxes. Uh, in insurance coverage, uh, obviously, if they don't have adequate coverage and something happens, they can lose many thousands or hundreds of thousands of dollars depending upon the risk that they uh, were exposed to that they didn't realize they were exposed to. And then with investments, uh, there too, by giving them a, a good consistent investment program, uh, exposing them to some good choices that they wouldn't otherwise know of, uh, we feel that we've been able to help all our clients to end up better off than they would have otherwise. Because there are probably some people who are reluctant to spend a certain amount up front, like $1,000 or so. Uh, they're not sure they're going to get a payoff. But, I mean, what you're talking about here are potentially tens if not hundreds of thousands of dollars of, of missed opportunities or, or losses if you have a, something go wrong in the insurance area. Um, so paying a little bit up front to have a, a big payoff. And, and also, I think, peace of mind is part of it. I mean, people absolutely go into this whole plan this planning process not really knowing a lot and, and not having a sense of peace of mind. We do Maybe no, we tell do us help a little bit about that peace of mind, yeah. Oh, I, okay. I will, uh, we do help people minimize income taxes in uh, a strategic way as well by helping uh, to uh, make decisions on investments that will will minimize the income tax implications. But uh, you were asking uh, from the point of view of, of, of risk, I'm sorry, to follow Well, peace up of mind, that. I was saying peace, peace of, of mind. mind. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's very important to a lot of people because they've heard so much about what happens in the financial markets. They know they need to make their money work harder for them, but they're afraid to uh, to get into the financial markets and then lose it all. The closer they are to retirement, I notice that happening. Um, what happens then is that they will leave their money in CDs or money market accounts, and they won't even keep up with inflation. And then as they get into later years, they'll have a much bigger financial problem than, than they needed. Whereas showing them how they can invest prudently and, and manage the risk by using history uh, uh, as a guide, it gives them a lot more peace of mind about what they're doing. Very good. Okay, we're going to go to a break. This is Jordan Goodman, the host of the Money Answer Show. My uh, guest is Alan Gromit. Uh, who is a certified financial planner and president of Caring Financial Services. Uh, you can find out more about Alan by uh, going to his website, which is caringfinancialservices.com, or his phone number is 800-881-1477. We'll be back after this. More and more people are starting their day with informative, focused business talk. Top experts. Today's business issues. Voice America Business at voiceamerica.com. Jordan Goodman has created the Money Answers Network to put at his listeners' fingertips the very best personal finance products and services that he has found in his 30 years of research. If you have a money question, Jordan Goodman has a money answer. To find out more, go to www.moneyanswers.com. The Money Answers Network features top products and services in virtually every area of personal finance, car buying and leasing, college financing, credit debt, financial planning, investing, insurance, legal services, mortgages, retirement planning, wills, and more. Only businesses that have demonstrated excellence in 
and bulk their products and services are invited to become members of the Money Answers Network. The public can sign up for membership in the Money Answers Network at no charge in order to be apprised of the latest useful resources. To learn more, visit www.moneyanswers.com. Get ahead with Money Answers. Achieve total wealth management. Listen to three-dimensional wealth with Roy Diefendorf every Monday at 2 p.m. Pacific, 5 Eastern on Business America Radio. Three-dimensional wealth is a show dedicated to teaching you a values-based approach to comprehensive total wealth management through practical strategies and expert advice. Take your first step down the road of financial independence. Listen to three-dimensional wealth with Roy Diefendorf Mondays at 2 p.m. Pacific, 5 Eastern, here on the bottom line in business talk, businessamericaradio.com. Tune into Small Business Trends Radio with Anita Campbell every Tuesday at 10 a.m. Pacific Time, 1 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America Business Channel. Each week, Anita and expert guests provide a big picture view of the small business market, identifying the trends and major events driving the robust growth of the small business market. Whether you are a small business owner or a company of any size desiring to sell small businesses or reach the small business market with the product or service, Small Business Trends Radio is your resource for trends that influence the global small business market. Right here on the Bottom line for business talk, Voice America Business. Business information you need from the stock market to starting and managing your business. Voice America Business at VoiceAmerica.com. You've been listening to the Money Answers Show with Jordan Goodman. If you have a question for Jordan or his guest, please call us now at 866-472-5790. That's 866-472-5790. Now back to Jordan. Welcome back. This is Jordan Goodman, the host of the Money Answer Show. Uh, my guest this hour is Alan Gromit, who's the president of Caring Financial Services, uh, a financial planner with many years of experience in helping people reach their financial goals by uh, doing a, a very careful uh, plan. Uh, you can find out more about Alan at his website, which is caringfinancialservices.com or 800-881-1477. Uh, Alan, maybe just give an example or two of some, some clients and, and what kind of a difference you made in their lives and kind of where they came to you in the first place and after they did uh, the plan and then implemented the plan, uh, you know, what kind of a difference it made in their lives going forward. Well, one example is that a uh, client that I... Uh that I started with over 10 years ago uh, didn't had been working with a stockbroker. Their money, they'd been losing money in their account. They were relying on these savings in order to be able to make it through retirement, and they just didn't know if they were, you know, what the right thing to do was. So I started by laying out a financial plan for them and to suggest that this was a direction that we needed to go. We needed to be more prudent about the the investments taken so that the risks weren't quite as great, but that if we just averaged a, uh, you know, a, a set target rate, that we would be fine. We've done that, and now time has passed. Um, they have set up their long-term care, and certain health things did develop along the way. They were protected. Their plan has stayed in place. They didn't uh, lose a lot of money uh, over these illnesses. And now uh, they're well into retirement, and uh, they're talking to me that if one something happens to one of them, they want to know that I'm going to be there to help them, give them the assurance that, that the, the living partner is going to have my support and, and help uh, going forward. Uh, we've been 
setting this up in such a way that uh, everyone knows what they can expect and we've also been able to meet the investment goals despite all the things that have happened in the last 10 years, including the bad years through 2000 to 2002. So it's not only financially, but psychologically, people feel more comfortable having somebody uh, who's not necessarily trying to sell them something to uh, ask questions and to kind of set up and implement this plan. There's a big psychological element in financial planning, it sounds like. Absolutely. Chemistry is so important in working with people and listening to what they're concerned about and responding to that. Yeah, I, I think some people have a lot of, uh, kind of unrealistic expectations, either on the great returns they're going to earn on their investments or uh, nothing's going to, nothing wrong is going to happen to me, so they don't really need insurance coverage or something like that. And then when something happens, when their investments don't do as well or uh, you know, something, uh, you know, somebody dies or they've got a car accident or something surprising happens, they don't really be prepared for it. Um, to some extent, a financial planner can kind of wake them up as to what the realities are and, and what they really need to do to take advantage of these things. Is that right? Absolutely. Setting expectations is important uh, so that uh, you have good guidelines to judge your progress against because if somebody is expecting uh, in these markets to make 20% per year and you only make 10 or 15 and they're still disappointed, that's a problem. Uh, yeah. Over time, the equity markets have averaged about 11%, uh, like over the last 75 years. And uh, we would we always try to do better than the average, but we have to know that uh, there's some reality here that markets will not always do well. Yeah. You had mentioned briefly that you help people in the uh, tax planning uh, part of things as well. Mm -hmm. What are some of the typical techniques that you use that uh, can legally uh, minimize people's taxes? Well, one of the main ways is to help people save in a tax-deferred way or in a tax-free way. And one common thing is for people that are trying to save for college, if you use the 529 college savings program, money that you put in there will into these accounts for children for their future college uh, spending or needs will grow at a tax on a tax-free basis. So helping them to understand that when there's a defined purpose for that uh, savings, that helps in saving. So, so that's in a, in a kind of tax-deferred saving. What are some areas that would help them save on taxes in the current year that they might know not, not only about saving for the future? Um, one of the things that people get, uh, that higher-income people get caught on is the AMT tax. The alternative the minimum al tax, yeah. The alternative minimum tax. And uh, if they have a tax problem with that, we will help to make sure that they're investing more in the types of investments that will not kick in and increase the alternative minimum tax uh, and make their tax problem worse. Mm -hmm. uh, that That is one good example of that. Um, in a given year, uh, there are some people that come with a, with a question uh, often, particularly if they're in a higher income tax bracket, and they'll say, "You know, I've only I've only got uh, X amount left to pay off on my mortgage. Should I go ahead and pay that mortgage off, or should I invest the, this money that I have 
uh, in some other way. Well, if they're in a high tax bracket and their their uh, uh, interest rate on their mortgage is pretty low, we will advise them of some investment opportunities that will give them a better rate of return than if they paid off their uh, uh, paid off their mortgage. So if their mortgage rate is, uh, say, 6% or something, and they could take the same money that they would have been using to pay off the mortgage and, in fact, invest it at a rate return higher than 6%, mm-hmm. then it's better for them not to pay off the mortgage sooner and have the money invested and growing for them. That's basically what you're saying. Is that right? Absolutely. If, and it, it helps them in two ways. One, they're probably getting, a, they're getting directly a better rate of return. The other way is by retaining some of their of their mortgage, they have an interest deduction that they can count to keep their taxes lower. Yeah. Okay, so just briefly summing up since we're about to end here, um, you basically go through a financial plan. You help them with their savings and investments. You help them with the education expenses. We talked about a little bit planning for college, all the different insurances like uh, life insurance and health insurance and disability and long-term care. Uh, you help them with estate planning and making sure they have enough wills and Healthcare powers of attorney and all those kind of things. Uh, you help them ask, allocate their assets among stocks, bonds, cash, real estate, and so on. In, in a way, um, this sounds like it would be very helpful to a lot of people. Why don't more people do financial plans? This is such like a, a, such an important thing. Well, there's just a lot of natural resistance to looking at a plan and looking at their own finances. Many people regret it just about as much as doing taxes. But uh, actually, once you get into it, it can be a very exhilarating process because then you start to see the opportunities and understand uh, what you can do that you haven't been doing. And so you don't regret what you're doing, but you look forward to it. And I think that's one of the real positive things that we try to help motivate people to understand that. Give you more of a sense of control, you're saying, going forward instead of just things happening to you without really having any plan as to what's going to happen next. Absolutely. It's also interesting along these lines, just briefly, to recognize that more often than not, it is the woman in the household who really wants to do the financial plan because she doesn't understand the finances that they have. They want to figure out how to get a grasp on it to make sure that they're going in the right direction. And when I meet with them and explain to the husband what we do and how it can help, then they start to kick in and get more excited about it. But in many cases, there's a resistance on the part of the man to uh, give up the data and put the work into all this. Is that right? Absolutely. Yeah. Well, I think in many cases, women are living longer and, and stuck with uh, <laughs> the financial mess that's, that's made by not, not planning uh, in advance. Yeah, that's very true. Well, we're about to wrap up. Just briefly, one more time, uh, you might tell people how to uh, contact you, Alan, and uh, maybe what your, your fees are so that if they want to start a financial plan for their own future, uh, they can certainly contact you. Maybe just give them that information. Sure. It's uh, 800-881-1477. Uh, you can contact me by email at agromet, that's A-G-R-O-M-M-E-T, at AOL.com. And uh, the website is www.caringfinancialservices.com. So it's C-A-R-I-N-G, financialservices.com. Very good. Well, I appreciate your being with us this hour. I hope you've enjoyed this audience. Uh, It really is important to get a financial plan uh, going for yourself. So many people are caught unawares and don't really 
uh, aren't able to deal with financial problems because I really haven't anticipated them in advance, having somebody like Alan on your side uh, can really make a difference in, in getting control of your personal financial situation. Um, so I hope you found this useful. Uh, again, you can try Alan, uh, and he'll actually personalize this whole uh, process we've talked about for your specific uh, situation. Again, his phone number is 800-881-1477 and his website, caringfinancialservices.com. Thanks very much, Alan. Really appreciate you being us with us during this hour. It was a pleasure. And uh, that's it for this uh, hour of the Money Answer Show. Uh, this is Jordan Goodman, your host, and we'll be back next week with another show. Thank you for joining Jordan Goodman and the Money Answer Show. If you have a question for Jordan, please visit his website at www.moneyanswers.com. And be sure to tune in every Monday at 12 p.m. Pacific Standard Time right here on Voice America Business. See you next week.